Welcome to Cocktails and Capital, the working on your business podcast that feels more like grabbing a drink with your best friend. I'm your host, Sarah Tatum, that best friend. I'm the owner of Tatum Accounting, where we invite our clients to take a vacation from their bookkeeping. In this podcast, I'm going to give it to you straight. Talking points and vague tips, we don't do that here. There's a bunch of noise out there in the entrepreneur community, especially when it relates to finances. And when you're trying to run your business, you just don't have time for that. And I know that you would rather be doing literally anything other than recording expenses and logging into your accounting software. So I'm bringing you practical advice without any of the fluff, just like your best friend would. So turn the volume up, grab your gin and tonic, and let's dive into this week's theme. episode 16 of Cocktails and Capital. Thank you all for tuning in today. Today we're going to talk about budgets and why they're important. What do they actually do for you? Why do you need one? How do you make one? So we're going to get into all of that today. The reason I want to talk about budgets is because of how much we've talked about cash flow lately and how important it is to kind of review your cash flow, make sure that everything is flowing correctly, everything's coming in on time, and your expenses are managed the best thing to have in conjunction with your cash flow statement and your cash flow reviews is a budget. And if you've ever looked at your bank account and thought, where is all my money? Where did all my money go? The easiest way to figure that out is to look at your budget and see if you are in conjunction with your budgeting. If you don't have a budget, then you're kind of just going through your bank statements and your transactions and trying to figure out where it all went. So, Budgeting is super important, as we know, Um, and it does so many other things than help you review your cash flow consistently, but budgeting also helps you with making your financial decisions, uh, especially as it relates to your business. It's super important to have this roadmap of your income and your expenses, how it's looking now, where you want it to go, and a budget just really helps you keep track of all that and make sure that you're hitting your targets. You can also plan your financial goals around your budgets. So if you want to have a certain amount of net income for the year, or if you want to stay under a certain amount of payroll expenses for the year, certain amount of cost of goods sold for the year, your raw materials, your packaging, your shipping, all of that can all be put onto your budget of what you want to stay under, what you want to bring in. And as you're going through the year or the time period that you've set up for your budget, You're just going through and making sure that everything is as you predicted it should be. The other thing that budgets are really great for is tracking how much one item is costing you out of a percentage of your expenses or how much revenue you're bringing in in one specific uh, line item across from all of your other income. What I mean by that is if we take a budget and we're building out our expenses and we want to have our office expenses be no more than 10% of your overall expenses for the year. The budget is the best place to do that because you have your prior year numbers and you can take a look and see where it was, where you want it to be and model it all off of that. And as you're going through the year, making sure that you're staying within that 10% target of your expenses. And then the last point, which is kind of an important, most important point, in my opinion, is if you want to get funding like a business loan through a conventional bank or 
anybody local that you might know, or even if it's a, it could be a larger bank. Um, some still ask for it, but a lot of them will ask for a budget for a future plan and handing them a well thought out budget and something that's well structured and something that shows that you know where you're going and where everything is in your financials is really, really helpful for getting your uh, financing application approved for your business. Now is the budget one size fits all? No, it is not. It's not going to be, it never will be. Um, if you have a group of peers that you're kind of having like a meeting with and you're just talking about how you all run things, the way that one person's budget is run is not more than likely not going to be applicable to how you want to run your budget. Everybody is budgeting differently. We were all raised differently on how we handle our money, how we budget for money accordingly. I, growing up, never had a budget. Uh, <laughs> so I had to learn how to do that. And I know a lot of other people grew up without having budgets as well, or some people grew up with very tight budgets, parents who kept very strict budgets. And so your uh, relationship with budgeting and your relationship with money spending is probably different than mine or different from the next person. And so a budget has to work for you, has to work for how you view your financial health and how you, um, how detailed you want to be on managing your spending, managing your income, or else you're not going to stick to it. Um, so that's super important to know that one budget is not going to work for everybody. Now let's talk about how you can tell if your budget is not working for you. So one of the main things is that you're looking at your budget and your expenses are higher than your projected income. That's going to lead us into a negative net income or could lead you to being under the target of your net income. It could lead you into um, being closer to negative. And we did not get into these businesses to not make income to not have good net income, right? We want to have some profit. We want to be validated in why we're doing all this work. So the best way to do that and to make sure your budget is being effective is to review all those expenses, see if maybe you need to increase those revenue targets or decrease some of your spending category budgeting. Um, the other thing a budget could not be set up for correctly is to not have enough budgeted for certain categories. So either you have undercut yourself, underestimated on certain categories, or you have overestimated on other categories. And so this is that periodic review of your budget that is really, really important to make sure that you have allocated enough of your revenue to cover all of your expenses. And if it's not allocated correctly, then we need to do that review, do some updating, set some different targets. And it's really good to have a business advisor who can kind of help you work through that um, and make sure that your targets are specific enough for the goals that you want to have. The other way we can tell that the budget is not working for you is if you're not sticking to it, you're not committed to it. You kind of look at it once when you build it and maybe a week after. And then after that, we're just not going to touch it anymore. Budgets have to be consistently reviewed, consistently updated in order for them to be effective for you. So if you're finding that the way your budget is set up, it's too strict on you, if it is too loose for you, then either tighten it up or make it a little bit looser so that way you have the flexibility that you're looking for or the constraint that you're looking for. 
um, in order to be more structured about your budgeting and your spending. The other reason why it might not be working out so great is because you didn't leave room for those unexpected expenses, those big purchases, like heaven forbid your laptop fries and you have to get a new laptop. There's not enough budgeted for that type of large purchase, or we don't have the budgeting for the rising costs with inflation um, to allocate more expense money to our cost of goods sold and our raw materials. So leaving room for those unexpected expenses, also want to leave room for new ideas. If you are trying to develop products later in the year, if you're building your budget in January or February, and you know come July or August you want to build some new products or you want to increase your service offerings, include that in your budget in those months so that way you're ready and able to cover those costs when those months come up. Another reason it might not be working is because you're not adjusting the budget over time. Budgets are not meant to be rigid. If you make a budget for a year, like I would advise, then it has to be updated continuing continuously. When you're in January and you're making all of these um, estimates of your costs and your revenues, when you get to April or March and you're already reviewing it, you want to make sure that June, July, August, September are all still reflecting the current trends of your income and your expenses and that we're adjusting the budget for all those trends that are happening. And then the last reason it might not be working is because we didn't budget for our annual expenses. Those ones that only pop up once a year that we never really think about, um, but we wanna make sure that we have those covered. So if you have annual subscriptions that are rather large, if you have um, insurance payments that you pay annually that are a little bit large, you wanna make sure that you're including all those in your budget so we're not caught off guard when those occur. You can also budget a specified amount of that annual expense each month. So that way you're making sure you're withholding enough money each month in order to cover those when that time comes. So all that being said, how do we actually make the budget? That's why we're all here, right? So in order to build the budget, there are um, seven steps that we're going to go through in order to do this. So step number one, you are going to review all of your income sources, no matter where they come from, review all your income sources and add them up and figure out how much you're getting per month for those income sources. That's going to be Square, uh, Stripe, uh, Etsy, Shopify, any platform where you're getting money from. If you're invoicing through QuickBooks, then you're going to look at your QuickBooks reports and see how much money is coming in through there. The second step you're going to do is review your fixed costs. So those are the ones that don't change monthly as we've gone over before. That's your rent, some of your utilities, like your telephone bill, your internet bill. Um, if you're actual energy bill is kind of consistent. You can plan for that as well. Website costs, subscription costs are pretty fixed. They do not change typically. So your email marketing subscription, uh, your Google domain subscription, any subscription apps that you use to actually run your business probably don't change very often. And those are going to go into this fixed cost. Third step we're going to do is we're gonna review our variable expenses. So that is gonna be all of those raw materials that we need in order to produce our products 
or any subscriptions that might be based off of usage. Um, anything that changes from month to month, those are going to be your variable expenses. And keep in mind that those variable expenses, they may not show up every single month. So when you're reviewing these, look and see how often these variable expenses are occurring and how we need to plan for that in the budget. Step four, we're going to look at all of those bigger expenses that might pop up. So this is going to require a little bit of like a crystal ball um, or a little bit of negativity. So we're going to think about all the bad things that could happen, like that laptop not working anymore, or if you are you know, social media content creator, your phone breaking, um, your actual camera breaking, things like that, that you need to replace suddenly and quickly. If you need a new printer, those kinds of things are those big one-time expenses that might pop up um, that we want to budget for accordingly. We don't want to leave those out and then be stuck without the funds to cover it. The other thing that we want to look at when we're thinking about these big one-time expenses might be a new class that you're going to take for furthering your education in your business. Um, this could look like a, for me, it looks like continuing education classes for tax or for bookkeeping. And sometimes those can be kind of expensive. Um, if you are a personal trainer and you have to renew your license for personal training, your certifications, or if you are looking to get a new certification and personal training, sometimes those can be expensive as well. So you want to make sure you're allocating enough money that you can do those things. You can further your education. You can invest in yourself and in your business. So the fifth step, we're going to figure out how far in advance we want to budget. My advice is typically one year, um, one fiscal year. So if you're on a calendar year schedule, we're going to do January through December. You can get so granular with this. You can budget weekly. You can budget just by the month and then redo your budget each month. That's a lot to keep up with. So I would say if not a year, then at least six months and then make another one in six months. Determining how far in advance you want to budget for is also going to help with how um, likely you are to keep up with your budget and how likely you are to continuously review your budget. So we definitely want to make it sustainable for ourselves. That is why I personally do one for a year, because if I had to go in and review it quarterly and make a new one or do a quarterly or a semi-annual review and then make a new one, there's probably no way that I could sustain that. But having it for an entire year and then just editing it as I go and making adjustments as necessary is the most sustainable way for me to do it. And I found that to be the case for a lot of our clients as well. Step six, we're almost there, is to create the targets that you want to achieve. So this can look like percentages. This can look like dollar amounts. And again, you can get as granular with this as you want. So we can go line by line on our revenue and our expenses and set targets for each one, or you can set targets for categories. So all of your cost of goods sold would be a category. You have your admin expenses, like your, your payroll, your office expenses, etc., And those would be another category that you could set targets for, or you can just set a target for your net income overall. Um, I would get as granular as categories at the least, or you could also just select some high uh, dollar value expenses and revenues to set targets for.
again, we want to make this sustainable. We don't want to have it too granular and then just let it go and never look at it again. And then you want to establish a timeline for these targets and for the goals that you're going to make off of your budget. So you can set a target as soon as you make your budget. If you're making it in January, you can set a target to meet in January or February. But if you're new to budgeting, I would give yourself a little bit more time, a little bit more grace to start to reach those budgets because you have to make a plan or to reach those targets. <laughs> we have to make a plan on how we're going to achieve those targets. We can't just say that we're going to reduce our uh, shipping expenses to 10% of our overall expenses and then not have a plan for how we're going to do that. Again, this is where a really great advisor would come in and help you to figure out how you're going to do that, what you're going to look for for reducing expenses, uh, what you're going to look for for increasing revenue, and all of those other things. And then the final step, which is going to shock everybody, is we're going to finally make our budget. So we're going to list out all the months that we want to budget for. We're going to list out our current uh, revenue and expenses as month one. And then as each month goes on, you either increase the expense categories that you have or decrease them if you're trying to tighten up on expenses. But remember that as you're scaling, as your revenue is increasing, your expenses will increase as well. So we are pretty good about reinvesting what we get from our income. So if you are increasing your income over the year and then you're getting all this income and you are like, well, I could just do a new product. I could add a new service. I could increase the value for my clients. That's going to increase your expenses as well. So make sure that as you're projecting yourself to grow over the months with revenue, that you're also projecting your expenses to grow as well. And that is the plain and simple of how we make a budget. Now we here at Tatum Accounting, we use tools for this. We talk to our clients extensively about how they want their year to look, how they want to budget, how they want to target certain things. And so if you can find these tools that will help you build these budgets and use them, QuickBooks has a great budgeting tool. Um, we use one outside of QuickBooks that I think is a little bit better. It's through SIFT Analytics and I highly recommend it to everybody. Um, but I would, if you're going to build a budget and you want that budget to be sustainable, you want accountability for that budget, I would reach out to somebody who can help you with the budget and with creating that. And that's all I have for today. So that's budgeting in a nutshell. If you guys have any questions, please send me a message on Instagram or send me an email. I'd be happy to answer them for you. If you found this episode helpful, if you really loved it and you want to share it with everybody, take a screenshot of it and post it to Instagram and tag me. And I would love to see that. So thank you guys so much for listening. I will talk to you next Wednesday. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe and follow Tatum Accounting on Instagram. You can also do us a huge favor by leaving a review. It's the best way to support us. Let's catch up next week, same time, same place.